This week's episode of Black Millennial is dedicated to the life and mission of Nipsey Hussle. Rather than dissecting the intentions and experiences of someone who could never answer for those things, we're choosing to honor the work Nipsey started. In honor of Nipsey's life, support a black business or start one. Buy a property or rent from a black owner. Ownership is more important to black people now than it has ever been. And with that, let's start the show. Welcome back. I think I'm going to put some cool, like, welcome back music on the beginning. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Can we put Mace? Can it be Mace? No, because literally Mace is my favorite rapper, but welcome back is Mace's very worst song. (laughs) Like, of all the songs, it is the very worst of all of them. Um, So I would, I actually like to pretend that it's not a part of the discography. Um, And that's that. Um, But welcome back. Um, I know what it's going to be. I'm not going to tell you. But I'm trying to think of what it could be. Um, what happens when, I'm just going to say it, when it's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you just snapped into becoming a, a completely different person. Um, but it's been a long time. Um, this feels real, like, low-key weird because, like, I'm a whole different person than I was um, two or three weeks ago. Agreed. I feel like, yo, <laughs> Wow. Is that how and life because I works? think I have my glasses on. Oh, yeah. I think that is how life works. And because I have my glasses on, I feel like a different person. And because I just drank coffee. Yeah. Um, so I feel like a way better human. But yeah, like... Happy 420. Happy 420. It's 420. We're recording on 420. Yeah. Um, um, I'm still high from last night. I'm... I just brought myself back up from last night. But um, I think I'm going to make some, like, really good edibles today. I don't really know what, but, like, it could get freaky. Okay. Like, not freaky like that. Are you going to make some, like, peanut butter or something? Yeah, I think I'm going to make, like, the the butter. But then I think I might make, like, I might fuck it up and make some crab legs and dip them in the can of butter. Oh, good. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm just not fucking playing. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, I had an edible last night with my mom and my sister. My sister was like, I can't feel this joint. And I was like, I couldn't feel it at first neither. And then, like, I got super tired and then realized. Oh, yeah, yeah it's because um, I'm high on pot. High um, on pot. <laughs> it's so funny when you feel like you can't, like, you can't feel an edible. And then you, A, either fall asleep. And then it's that good drooling-ass <laughs> sleep. And it's like, No, the yeah. worst thing that you could... Th- the worst thing you could do is say, like, damn, I don't feel this, John, and then eat another piece. Oh, my God. I'm definitely, that's what, that's, I have a 90-minute rule. Like, if I don't feel edible in 90 minutes, then I'm eating yeah. some more. Because usually it only takes but me, like, th- 42. I know my time. I can agree with that. 90 minutes is, that's what I told my sister. My sister was like, it's been an hour. I'm like, sometimes it takes longer than that. And we we had, like, pretty small pieces because we were still, like, Dying Easter eggs with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually my mom that was like, look what I got, y'all. So, shout out to her. Wow. Uh, I, I'll probably go over there and 
slow it down later. Did I not also see the the new dog try to take the container? Yeah. The edible <laughs> container? Okay. We, well, my mom got a dog. His name's Chandler. Um, just because y'all know she could not have him have a name that did not start with a C. A C um, it has C-H. C-H. Chandler. You know, y'all know the rest of all of our names. So, yeah. like... Um, yeah, he was trying to take the take the damn edible yesterday, and I should have let him have a piece because he's so 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 <laughs> hyper. Like he's still a baby though. I'm so. not going to um, dime any of my friends out, but there's definitely friends that I have that smoke weed with their dog, and I think their dog be needing it. You know, a dog I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I think that that dog needs it as well. I honestly <laughs> think that. <laughs> The dog now is like completely high all the time because of how much we have and they have smoked around it. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think that they have like I was telling my mom that that she should get the puppy um like CBD. They oh have, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pet CBD like shit and and that I was gonna say that the other dog's name, that dog definitely needs it. Yeah. Um. Because um, she has anxiety and so does her owner. okay i don't have time this is going to be different i can already feel it i can feel the difference in the air it's in the atmosphere Um, i don't know which okay that's what you were doing the beating seagull (laughs) okay i just was checking um okay so we've been on a little break um it was mostly just to like get our lives and like you know, uh, I've had so many things going on recently that... Same. I feel like I've been in, like, a huge transition. Mm-hmm. That, like, the thing that we love... Like, I actually love this podcast, even though, like... It's not I dread doing it. I just like to get it done so that I can start editing it. But um, that's going to be potentially changing very soon. Um, I know. We have a lot of, like... Um, like, internal changes. Yeah. Internal changes. I was going to say, like, operational 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 changes changes. yeah yeah Um, i'm excited about because it gives us more time just to be like really good at making a podcast yeah Um, that's it (laughs) yeah we've been like currently sharing uh like you know production um on the podcast so just like how everything comes together what we want to talk about the sections all that kind of stuff and obviously hosting um we also i mean i've been doing most of the design as well as like editing um like audio wise um but we number one for sure have a uh social intern or digital marketing um i'm specialist. so happy that, that like of the person that it is are you gonna announce it or um yeah we certainly can her name is uh liana um her instagram because i know niggas love to be nosy dot yep mac <laughs> m-a-c-k yeah obviously i'm a stalker because i didn't read it <laughs> <laughs> i just be on it uh frequently um yeah so that's how i know her um, instagram so welcome liana to the black millennial family uh we yeah y'all show her some love i mean she's always at everything that we like even before do, yeah. yeah she's been at like everything that we have and do um very 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 nurturing like just like a warm great energy person yeah. like yeah, yeah. always great just energy. great energy y'all know i don't fuck with everybody so y'all know i don't fuck with nobody so <laughs> very true. Um, very true. yeah so um yeah welcome to the family um we're also 
um, I have one person in mind, but if someone else is like really good, no, you know, shade to nobody. Um, but just uh, audio engineer slash um, someone to edit the podcast. Um, that would be great. That's going to be great. Um, cause I need that. I need that little bit of like my life back. We record on the weekends. Um, but now the weekends are my only time that I have free. So I would like to, um, not <laughs> be only editing. the So I w- he would like to be able to just record and then not have to fuck with it at mm-hmm. all. Um, so. so that's that. Um, what else do we have? Oh, okay. I'm still trying to figure out this contest situation. Um, I wanted to do like a raffle type of thing at the bag party, but I didn't want to like give something away. Everyone that was there was like super close to us, you know? (laughs) Um, So I felt like it was like a little bit unfair. Um, And (laughs) there were like some other people that RSVP that like listen to the podcast and things like that. So I wanted to give... Um, other people a chance to win so um, we're going to do two little contests or maybe the same and they're just like two different prizes Um, the one the prize will be we'll probably do to like three different people Um, but just some new black millennial stickers damn so much shit has happened I forgot we got stickers Um, they're really nice looking Um, and they're not gonna be for sale they'll just be like stuff that we give away um, and like we put um places yeah. or like you guys can put places yeah. like um when y'all go to like you know the saint like they have stickers all in their bathroom shit like yeah that. don't put my shit in the sink it's like i'm just playing i'm just playing oh um, my god they have the best tacos <laughs> i'm just playing it's the tacos more than it is anything else um and i'm gonna leave that there but anyway <laughs> i was gonna write state it i was gonna write say something what? that basically says that like like i used to be in the saint every weekend i did and now I will no, never again. I wasn't even going to say anything about no. that. I was referring to the tacos. Yeah, they only became the I Saints by proxy. Though, yeah, but I feel like we, we kind of started that. But like, oh yeah, no, we definitely did. But I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> and make it a thing. I don't care. People make listen, it a thing. People do a lot I, of things. I, that I just want to say. I just want to say that. I put niggas onto a lot of stuff. Period. period. Papas and mamas at Papas. <laughs> at you know who your own son. Okay, listen. Period. Papas and mamas. Respect to. Um, honestly, I don't even know where he is at this point. The house is probably burning. <laughs> Respect down, so. to all genders and parental <laughs> figures. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second, uh, the stickers will be you know one prize. Um, the second prize will be um, a mystery bag. But it's going to be cool stuff. And as soon as you get it, it's going to smell really good. That's all I can say. So um, it's a bag from the bag party. Um, that's all I can say. It's just a, a mystery bag that smells really good. The the things inside smell really good. It's only a hint I can give. All right. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get people's minds into like the weirdest places possible. Because that's where my mind is. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's mostly it. Um, yeah, as you guys heard, probably on the intro, um, episode is dedicated to uh, Nipsey Hussle and his life and his mission. Um, I would rather 
continue uh, that mission than like spend time dissecting and talking about maybe someone's personal beliefs or you know people's current personal beliefs because um, I I just don't think that that carries like a lot of weight but I think it you know is important to um, honor the life of someone who did a lot to change the minds of black people while he was here so that's that um, our mood for the week is actually before that um this episode is sponsored by cookouts do you say barbecues ever um when i'm around white people um (laughs) (laughs) it's like like i mean it depends like i feel like barbecues i never say barbecues i say like like the food was barbecued yeah 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 okay i agree with that but i never say like cook like this we going to a barbecue no because uh, i feel like niggas just be like we cooking like out slavery. that just reminds me of slavery like yeah we're cooking or, out like we about to go to this cookout yeah um i feel like barbecue a little bit the only time that i would maybe like think about saying it or see people saying it like uh as acceptable would be like if you're in the south i feel like if you're in like tennessee or somewhere and everything that's at the cookout is made with barbecue sauce it might just be a barbecue you know what i'm saying like if you having ribs and they slather barbecue sauce on the hot sausages and in the baked beans and it's just it's a barbecue but the like, thing I, is is that if you're not putting barbecue sauce on my hot dogs and my hot sausages i don't want it okay i mean i personally prefer to like control the palate of of what i eat so i don't really like when people do that um to everything but that's neither here nor there we don't have to dig into that right now um but this episode is definitely brought to you by cookouts not barbecues um do you do you think that the um that the salads are most important or ew, honestly the, the actual barbecue you food? can keep are you cool without the salads like certain ones i don't are you dead I don't, serious i know I you're the about salads to, are the most important I part know, i can tell that about you <laughs> <laughs> macaroni salad lit. nasty potato salad potato lit. salad great but only what? when my grandma makes me the special drone with no relish my mom makes the best my mom just started making the potato salad though like a, i'm gonna say like five years okay. ago maybe six that shit is so good my mom makes the best potato, potato salad. salad is like the one that is the most important to me but like all right people going y'all gonna try to take away my negro card that um like the the stuff with the italian dressing and the noodles Pasta you can salad? keep that bullshit you smoking crack <laughs> you can keep that you shit you are smoking crack a good pasta salad with the cheese yeah no just the like cheese and a the... yeah he can okay go ahead you look so chase is like suffering really bad from allergies like i mean i guess everyone is at this point right somebody but... said these ain't this ain't regular pollen this is loud <laughs> facts what like, does he have to tell me facts he wants to just show you his easter oh, okay. eggs oh sorry go ahead go ahead show him i got easter eggs what <laughs> colors on them what colors on oh you, you we made easter eggs yesterday. what colors all right hun what colors blue and green I just all right no more no more and get the eggs out my bed okay no, put them in your basket, and then you can go watch our, our planet, okay? Well, go watch Power Rangers, all right? See you soon. All right, and close my door all the way, all right? Love you. Great. 
Um, so have you have you started watching Our Planet? Um, no, I think it's Will Smith, right? That's in the background. So that be talking. I believe I believe so. Yeah. I don't even. I haven't just. You know, I don't um, listen to TV. I just kind of read the TV. Yeah. Um. Um. I think Will Smith but does yeah, the it's voice. So good. Um. I be watching. Um. What was the BBC? John. I think it's, no, it's also not, called it's Our not, Planet. Um, it's. It's. David it's a Netflix. Attenborough. Oh, who the hell is that? He's British. Oh no, I ain't Salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz do it too. Okay. Um. I really thought Will Smith did. So I'm definitely not watching it now. Will Smith, um, <laughs> he is the genie on Aladdin. I don't know. Maybe that's what you were thinking definitely about. Definitely not what I was thinking about. Um, oh, he no. But Will Smith does a drawing. It's called One Strange Rock. It's about the Earth. Oh well, um, Chase has put me on to Our Planet. It's just like um, a nature show. Okay. That's all we've been watching. Um, I'm I might have to take a look at it because I do fuck with stuff like that. Do you like nature shows? Um, yeah, I'm into that too. There's actually something weird I might talk about my three things that stand, even though I didn't get it yet. Um, but I'll we'll get there. Um, okay. Our okay. mood for the week. Uh, actually comes from. So later on in the show, we'll talk about. Um this incredible film that we got from Beyonce this past week. Um, but y'all should already know Beyonce been making these documentaries for years. Um, Mm -hmm. the first documentary that came out, I believe was life is but a dream. Um, life is but a dream. And this is a scene from that. That was my favorite one. Yeah, that was definitely (laughs) my favorite one. Um, and this is, uh, something that I carry like, on the regular, I've actually played this uh, at my, my previous job when people were, like, not really responsive or doing their jobs the way they should. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, it's really the focus of, like, where we are. Uh, today's episode is going to be uh, about power, about your internal power and things like that. So um, what better way to begin than with literally one of my favorite clips of all time? Um, so let's go to that really quick and we'll come right back. Girls, you know costumes are what they are. Y'all know what that is. There's no way in hell you're supposed to go out there with your hat not sewed in or something. You're supposed to do that yourself. But it doesn't stay on your head. Like, like yeah, that. but you can make that stay on your head if you sew it in. Right. Yeah, I don't okay. know how to sew. Can do that. Yeah, but you can. That's bullshit. That's why y'all not. You, you can fuck that. So. You can do it. You can. You can. You can. You know. You got that no. weave in your head. You can get that hat on your head. I never. I don't put my weave. Well, on. whatever. Somebody know how to. That's bullshit. That's why I don't like. That's what people. Nobody's gotta make motherfucking Frank right. You understand? I can take this motherfucking hat and go get me some weed glue. I can get me some super glue. I can do whatever and get this hat on my head. That's bullshit. I, I hate shit like that, Ashley. Nobody needs to help you but your motherfucking self. You understand? Nobody but yourself. Think about it. You should be focused on this shit until it's done. You understand? Until it's done. My nigga, Frank. First of all, this man's name is Frank Gatson. Uh, he's uh, Beyonce's. He's so well, like OD. Was Beyonce's like, choreographer for a really long time. He, <laughs> he. I think that like people that are. People like Frank are like the reason why Beyonce is. I mean, Beyonce has her own power, but like when you have people around you like mm-hmm. that, that are like 
pushing you and like and maybe can say the things that you really want to say but you can't say really right right like you know beyonce might have wanted to say even though they already say beyonce's a bitch but i don't i see i didn't really hear that or catch that like i did see the one moment in the documentary well again i'm not trying to get too deep into it um, but I do think that having, I, I want to just talk about it later. I know. <laughs> right. I, I do think that having the right people around you um, allows for the message that you want to come through or to come across um, to mm-hmm. to do that without you having to be perceived as like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because right. if Beyonce said to, you know, that girl, like, listen, I'll be up here fucking 18, 18 hours a day fucking dancing. And then y'all just came in at lunchtime. That that's some bullshit. That's that shit I don't like. Right. <laughs> you know, that's then the, it would be that'd pr- be the first thing Beyonce said. Right, like right, right, right. Um, for sure. And so yeah, my nigga Frank said it. We are gonna focus on this shit until it's done. Um, and so that is very much my mood for this week. Um, all right, cool. I think we're ready for motives and thoughts. Motives and thoughts. Checking motives and thoughts. I don't know if you've seen this. Um. This fucking slam poetry video. It's a white kid doing slam poetry, and it should be racist, but it's kind of funny to me. Um, and no, he's just like, I've never he's seen like that. slam poetry, yelling loudly, <laughs> like. <laughs> I just saw. I think this morning, um, I'll send it to you after this. But like I said, racist but funny. That's gonna be a new section on here. Um, racist but funny. Okay. <laughs> Uh, first question in motives and thoughts. Like I said, we're going to talk about um, power and fame and popularity a bit. Um, but the first question, and I'll ask you, is uh, how connected are you to your internal power? I feel like as I, I'm not going to say get older, but as I have more experiences in life, I think that um, I acknowledge and understand my internal power a lot more um Mm -hmm. one lesson that i have learned like really heavily um in the past like couple months was just about like your intuition and like trusting your gut and your your intuition and i feel like that is a form of power and i think that's a form of power that we often like neglect Mm -hmm. or we don't we don't acknowledge it as being power um but essentially it is it's it's really just like your own being and your own understanding and like i feel like the more that i trust and acknowledge my intuition and my own like internal thoughts and internal power um the more powerful i am i mm. think that um okay the- yama <laughs> mm. okay yama yes <laughs> I, um, I might put this out on I Sunday because people like, need to work. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that, um, like, when you acknowledge and trust your own decisions and rely upon your mm-hmm. own being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, you killing I'm me. sorry. No, because I know. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. That's that is how, and you know, like, power isn't essentially like you being able to like fucking move other people it's more so about yourself um and i think that like the more the more that i um 
acknowledge and trust my own understanding and my own um, intuition is the more powerful I am and the more connected I am to my power. So that has been like a huge lesson for me. Hallelujah. Yes. Um, <laughs> touch and agree. Touch and agree. <laughs> I'm actually about to go a little spiritual as well. Um, but I just think mm-hmm. that uh, my power, like uh, understanding my power has come with understanding like um, what I'm here for, you know, um, mm-hmm. and also what I'm like not here for um, and understanding that you know, uh, you can be a powerful being, but if you give that out, um, to the wrong people and at the wrong times, it can diminish the amount of power that you have, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it also, I've been doing this thing recently, uh, where I, if I'm feeling away any kind of way, like, uh, good or bad, but specifically when I'm like not feeling great, like when I'm feeling bad, um, I take an inventory of like what's happening around me. You know, like I take inventory of like, how do I feel internally? Like not just, okay, I might feel nervous about something. Like I said, I've been in like a new job situation and so things like that. But like, I think about like, am I hungry? Um, Is it like too hot? You know, like what, like just different things that are going on within my environment. Like, does the music suck that's on right now? You know what I mean? Like, are these things that are contributing factors to me being outside of my power you know because generally like all right cool it don't really matter what the factors are like i'm just going to do me and be me um in the moments when that's necessary and yeah so i i just think like being conscious and being aware uh of what moves you or removes you from being yourself um is super important um a thing that happened to me and you'll you can identify with this I don't think that you were there because I think this was at like a men's specific thing but this was at church also you always try to put me places where I've well yeah because you're my friend and you know about that remember I think we talked about this on here before that like one time when I was on shrooms like I you were in my physical space even though you weren't there so I think I know how to um, channel yeah, you. Yeah, I was never there. I wasn't I there. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, Homer. But anyway, chill. Uh, we're going to get there, too. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, this, it was like a men's, like, prayer breakfast thing at, at church. And uh, the church that we went to growing up. And um, this, the, the pastor of the church was like laying hands on people, you know, um, as they do in black churches. And he said to me, like, I'm not going to put my hands on you. I'm going to put your hands on yourself so that you can understand your own power. And that was like um, a moment that changed me forever, you know. Um, It may not be like it may not have been spiritual in like the, the Christian sense, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, what was going on there at that time. Um, but for me, like as a recognizer of like power and spirit, I was able to recognize like the power in my own. Um, and so I, I just constantly think about that, like having, uh, the ability to like, yes, make, yes, make sure that like you're maintained. But one of the things that like comes with my power personally, um, that can be difficult is like, is the ability to sway other people, you know? Um, and sometimes it's necessary 
And sometimes, see, this is like that fine line. It's not necessary, but you know that you can do it. And so you do it, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I'm uh, to say all that, like I said all that to say, like, I'm very connected to my power. And I encourage other people to get uh, even more connected to your power. Um, but I think you have to get connected in such a way that you realize, like, okay, here's where I'm ODing, you know. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think we'll get into this in a later question, but like I could potentially use my power and my ability to uh, to sway a situation uh, very negatively, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just something to be conscious of. Um, all right, I'm gonna ask you a second question. You can ask me the last one. Um, do we? Okay, this is a good one too. Do we give away uh, too much power based on fame and popularity? I think that, like, we often put power, I I think that, like, all right, we think power and we think, like, all right, these people, whether it be, like, remember how you just were saying, like, a pastor, Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. give, like, pastors, people of, like, notoriety, people of, like, a certain stature, like, power based on, like, education, based on, like, and sometimes not. Fame, popularity. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, sometimes not, you know, like, but I think that a lot of the times the things that these people that we hold to a higher stature have, um, I, so the question is yes. I mean, the, the answer to the question is yes. I do think that we do. But I think that the, the same things that these people have in them, we have inside of mm-hmm. ourselves. And so, like, we look at people like, oh, a Kanye, who we see as, like, someone super talented, but still does all the, and says all the dumb shit that they do. Um, And then we're like, damn, I can't understand why Kanye would say that. Like, why he would say, like, slavery was a choice. Because he's a dumbass, just like, y'all. Because we're holding these. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just like, just like (laughs) the nigga that be in your barbershop that be saying that dumbass shit. He's just, uh, just another nigga like him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of the things that, like. Like, Kanye, we see him as, like, a talented artist, and we see him as, like, someone that we hold to this, like, one of the greatest artists of our time, one of the greatest performers of our time. Um, But a lot of that same shit that we hold him, like, to a higher stature for, like, a lot of us have in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we, instead of, like, tapping into it ourselves and, like, grinding it out and and connecting to our internal power, we focus on the, the power and that someone else has that someone yeah. else has yeah. i think you bring up a really good point in that like um a lot of these people you know we we give uh power to as like it's automatic you know you don't have to like work for it you know mm-hmm. like you are uh, a pastor or you are a teacher or you are a parent or you know whomever and so we automatically just give you this power um or you are a, the quote-unquote president like we should just give <laughs> right. you this power, but it's not based on education. It's not based on right. you know uh, anything else. You know, it's little experience, experience. Na- even like a, a president. Right. How are we nominating a president that has no political experience? But that at all? that brings it back to exactly what we talked about. Do we give away too much power, right, to someone right. who uh, is famous or popular? You know, because you were on The Apprentice or, you know, whatever the case may be, people felt like, oh, well, you would make a good president, 
you know, even Kanye, right? Like, people are saying, like, oh, yeah, you would make a good president, you know? Or even, like, or even, if we want to talk about this, I know this has been a big thing. I haven't been on Twitter, but I know that this has been a big thing. People are talking about Kim. Um, oh, going to law school. Being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. You want to go to law school? Well, the thing is that she's not going to law school. She's just is she taking not? a test. She's not ah, going to school. Okay, okay, okay. So that's why a lot of like actual lawyers and like um, like people that actually study the law are like kind of irked by it because they're like you can't just like go around the shit that everybody else did just to yeah. It's like running around the pool when you're in a swimming right. contest, or it's like Loki, No Child Left Behind, um, where you were just trained to like pass the test but not know the information. Exactly. Um, great. That's how we all got here. So. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to say, I want to say this. I'm a fucking great test taker and I never did any homework. So no, no child left behind was great for me. Right. Same, same, same. Like I had really great SAT scores, never did my homework. My SAT scores were so good. Almost couldn't walk at graduation. Um, (laughs) but got accepted to every school I applied to. So, um, there's that. Um, all right. Last question. Last question. Are we doing enough to combat abuse, abuses of power? No. And I mean, honestly, like we, we were just talking about the president. I think eventually, um, his abuses of power, we'll talk about this when we get to weird white people shit. Um, but his abuses of power are going to come to the forefront, um, just because of like who he is, but also, a lot of his abuses that, like, if he was a nigga, this nigga would be launched out of a fucking cannon at this point into space. They would just be like, no, you can't even be on this planet anymore. You feel me? So, like, no, we're not doing enough to, like, combat these abuses. But I think ultimately, like, in his case, um, you're going to have to reckon with it at some point or, you know, it's going to be brought to the table uh, for you to do something about it. Um, but I think we, these abuses of power, like in, uh, let's say fame situations, right. Uh, there's just a young lady. I'm going to say this because this is kind of difficult to say. It was kind of difficult to hear. Um, but I think there's a young lady, her name is Malay or Malay. I don't, you know, I don't do the Instagram and you know, whatever, but she was working with Meek. Um, and Meek. Oh, Melly. Thanks. I know you're plugged into the streets. I just, I be working now and I don't even go on Twitter like that. So, um, Melly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This was this. Yeah. Did I tell you about this? No, I actually heard it on uh, the friend zone. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. apparently like she had been working with Meek really closely and yeah, she was on his album. She had a really good song on his oh, album. Word, okay. And then on his, he, she was on his tour as well. Um, but then ultimately mm-hmm. she signed with Tory Lanez and Meek left a comment on her Instagram, like, oh, you, both of y'all are weird for this. Um, and just, you know, made it into a, a thing. Um, but ultimately, she... She came out. Yeah, yeah she, she came out and said that he, that Meek was supposed to sign her to Dream Chasers or that, like, you know, they were in discussion of it. And Meek was basically trying to have her exchange sex or sexual favors to, to sign to his label. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it probably, it wasn't like, you know, 
it wasn't as like it wasn't like hey if you don't yeah if you don't sign these papers or if you don't you know have sex with me like i'm not signing no papers but you know there's probably plenty of times it was like coercion yeah 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 it's plenty of times i'm sure she's like hey so can we get to the papers and he's like yeah you know what let's not even talk about that right now let's you know what i mean Mm -hmm. sarah had his bottle of you know ace whatever you know and i think that that's the same it's the same thing. Like, that's uh, an abuse Absolutely. of power as well. Abuse of power. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, there's been a couple of different situations, like, recently with uh, with teachers um, and students in schools. Um, it's so, actually, and we'll, again, we'll talk about the OA. Everything will kind of connect in this. Um, but, <laughs> like, there was a young lady who actually died in school. There was, like, a fight that yeah. broke out. Mm-hmm. Um and her her father was like super upset because he's trying to figure out it had been I think five almost seven days when I first saw the story, and there was no answer as to why his daughter was no longer alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we think about it, like I know that there are a lot of people I've been seeing a lot of people like I went to school with um, who are now becoming teachers and like uh, someone that we used to work with becoming you know a teacher and I see them doing really well like they genuinely passionately care. Um, but it's also easy to understand how working with like different sets of kids year over year over year. I have a cousin, uh, BBA. yeah, who's right. Who is a, <laughs> um, who is a teacher and, and like people that are listening to this now are going to be like, yo, they're drawing, but they're really, dr- yeah, such a good show. <laughs> such a good show. but yeah, like remembering why you started teaching, you know, or remembering why you mm-hmm. started doing what you're doing. Um, to make sure that you're not abusing the power that you have, you know, we have, we have these powers like, uh, on all these different levels, right? You're at the bank, right? Oh, this is some shit. Or let's say, yeah, I was going to say where we used to work. You're at a place where they, uh, you go to get your phone fixed, right? And you know that they can just give you a new phone. It's not a problem. You know that because you used to work there and you could just give somebody a new phone if that's what you needed to do. You know what I'm saying? And then they trying to talk like, oh, well, we can, you know, we can just, you know, get your phone fixed. We can fix this one that you got. And you're just like, nigga, I just, I just want a new phone. Right. And yeah, sure. There's like power balances thing there, things there. Like, why do you need, you know, whatever. But like, I'm a consumer. I'm already here paying the money. You feel me? You have it within your power. It's just something that you're choosing not to do. Um, and I feel like people start to like abuse that power because they feel like well i'm me you know what i mean and i get to make these decisions so this right. is what it's going to be um but yeah what do you think about abuse of power i think that one um one thing that i am think like when i think about abuse of power i think a lot about parenting mm. um i guess because i'm a parent but like um i feel like a lot of the times parents abuse their power just in a in a very like subtle um because i said so type way um and that's an abuse of power as well or like even like when you um have like adult relationships with your parents Mm -hmm. like you know now Mm -hmm. as adults you feel like um you know your parents don't respect you as adults it's still a, a like a abusive power type situation like oh well i'm your mom so you have to respect me right you're my child like actually i'm not your child i'm like your i'm your child i'm your right. child but i'm not a child a child right yeah. exactly um i think that is or even um in the i think that 
another abuse of power is like knowing like emotional and mental manipulation mm-hmm. um i think that like there are people that know your triggers and they use them against you i i have like a friend that goes through this with um someone she has to deal with on a regularly like because they have no choice they have to deal with each mm-hmm. other um you know like it's not but they the person knows that they have like a power over over my friend's emotions mm-hmm. so the person uses that to their advantage and i think that is so sick and twisted yeah i mean that's definitely some like psychopathic shit but <laughs> psychopathic I'll, yeah but i think that or sociopathic what we, what we can sociopathic i think what we can do to combat that is what i said before was like trusting your intuition mm-hmm. um and like knowing your boundaries with people like sometimes like you have to redefine your relationship with people especially like sometimes your parents people Absolutely. don't like to hear that or like people in your family like that's that sometimes you have to combat abuse of power by re- redefining your boundaries absolutely like it would be so easy to say like um oh you heard your your auntie or your grandma say something that was like let's say disrespectful to trans people right and it, it's so easy within the like oh well you know she has more power over me or whatever she's my my auntie but at the same time like readjusting that power scale is is just being able to say like hey we're equals right and so i have the ability to equally say to you like that's wrong you know and that's something that you should think about changing like in terms of the way that you speak or you know what i'm saying and like right it, it doesn't have to be accusatory it doesn't have to be like finger pointing it just has to be like hey we we're on the same level and so i don't mind saying something to you because in the same way that you wanted to see me grow and become like the best possible adult i'm here now right and i want to see you grow and become even better right so um that's that okay i'm sure there's like a lot more things that we can talk about in this uh, maybe we might continue the conversation we'll see Um, But for the time being, let's go to a quick break and then let's do the rest of the show. BWC Garments cultivates a casual fusion of sophistication and comfortability, creating go-to pieces that command attention yet remain humble. With a strong focus on simple yet powerful design, BWC Garments is driven to create timeless work by portraying an aesthetic that is uniquely their own. Each step of the creation is rooted in craftsmanship. See the latest collection at bwcgarments.com. And now, let's finish up the show. Um, oh, this just came up on my phone, so I'm going to say it. Um, there's a publication, digital publication, slash um, like a newsletter as well that you guys can subscribe to. Uh, it's called Brainwash. Um, their website, the, the excuse me, website is brainwash.media, M-E-D-I-A. Um, it is a, a media platform for black and brown youth. Um, I wrote a, uh, some recipes for Brainwash last year. Um, what are all these? Barbecue chicken nachos. Um, wow, this says, if you're old enough to buy backwoods, you're old enough to make your own ramen. Um, <laughs> so it was a shrimp Did ramen you say recipe. That? <laughs> No, this is Ayana, who's the <laughs> writer for 
um, or the editor of Brainwash, uh, and then there's a chicken parm recipe, and then there's a bunch of like 420 recipes, which is like how to make um, really nice edibles. Like I said, crab legs. Wow, I have crab legs and biscuits that I made last year with a can of butter. So um, there's some recipes for those things as well, and that's at brainwash.media. Um, actually, she has a bit.ly link, which is amazing. So bit.ly slash brain420. Um, I'll put that in the notes to make sure that I put that in the notes. <laughs> okay, um, so that's that. Um, um, we're not uh, the thing that's in tweets on fire. I'm not talking about it. I'm just gonna say it. Actually, let's just say it and get rid of it now. Kodak Black is in jail. Damn, but I think he got out of jail. He got out because he was in Philly last night, wasn't he? I think the night before because somebody he he tweeted like I'm in Philly or something and then I tweeted a, a gif of a sniper um, because that was going to be me looking for him. Um, ultimately, I hope he goes to jail for the for the rest of time. He looks like a, a live action Negro Rick and Morty character. <laughs> um, so that's that. No tweets on fire other than that this week. No sick and shut in. I'm not praying for nobody right now but myself. But myself. Um, okay, listen. Okay, because uh, I need it I most. Need, I need it most. I need to be lifted up. It's my up. prayer and I need it now. <laughs> They're my blessings and I need them now. Okay? Period. Um, I would like to see it. Um, this is all going to like kind of go together. Uh, but the first thing with uh, I would like to see it, you can um, send at, to at Black Millennial, B-L-K-M-L-N-L. So that's us on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Um, but you can send us mentions or like DMs or leave a comment on a picture or whatever um, with I would like to see it. Maybe you do a hashtag too or something. I don't mm -hmm. care. Oh, you can um, start a hashtag. That's cute. I know, but I would like to see it. They already, like, people already say that from, you know, Monique's. I would like to see <laughs> right, it. Right, very true. Um, but, um, you know, I, I do uh, hashtag optimization <laughs> now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, at Black Millennial, you can do, like, at Black Millennial. I would like to see it. That works. Um, tell us things that you would like to see. Um, my two things for this week, I'm not sure, Shar, if you have any, but my two are, one, um, I would like to see white people stop like acting like slavery just wasn't a couple weeks ago because in reality it kind of is and was yeah um, for sure like when you think about it our like great great <laughs> maybe like great 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 yeah like our great great grandparents were slaves probably essentially or like um, close to it yeah yeah maybe th i would say like three generations like definitely yeah. my grandfather's grandfather for sure right, right um and the thing that's crazy is like there's this article that i'll also attach the notes um from new york times um but the last survivor it was the last survivor of the tra transatlantic slave trade mm -hmm. um so this woman's name there was someone who uh we all always thought was, who was uh Cujo lewis who we always thought was like the last living survivor of um the transatlantic slave trade but there was uh, another woman uh, named Radoshi. Um, I may not be pronouncing this right. I'm probably not. It, that's, um, I mean, that's how it looks like it's spelled. R-E-D-O-S-H-I. Radashi. Yeah, okay. Radashi, maybe, yeah. 
Um, she was uh, brought from a West African village, like right at the end, was like literally the last transportation of slaves um, from Africa to the United States. Um, and then the Emancipation Proclamation happened like six years after she got here. So she was 12 years old when she got here and by 18 she was free. Um, and so that's just, uh, you know, an interesting space to live in. Um, she didn't necessarily live in the space where like everyone around me has been oppressed. And so there was like a lot, a lot of just different things, you know, um, that she experienced. She ultimately lived until uh, I believe the early 1920s, 1930s. 37. Um, and so until 1937. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, that's not that's less than 100 years ago, y'all. That means less than 100 years ago, like someone was brought here and then made to be a slave, but, you and know, never forget 9-11. Even after slavery, like, people still weren't free. Oh, hell yeah. Like, there's an episode of, there's an episode of uh, The Nod, another podcast that I've talked about a lot here. Um, they tell like untold black stories mm -hmm. uh, and there's this one called uh, an episode called the Harstons and the Harstons both spelled the same mm -hmm. way. Um, but the Harstons are the white family. The Harstons are like the black family that were their slaves for years, even after they became their, you know, when they were no longer their slaves, they still lived on the Harstons property. Um, they still to this day, the Harstons and the Harstons have like family reunions together um, and the Harrisons moved off of the Harstons property in 1972, I want right. to say. Exactly. Like they lived in a house that didn't have uh, like running water, a bathroom, essentially still living in slave quarters until the 1970s. So, but you know, never forget 9-11. That was the government anyway, so well, like everything else. That. Like everything else. Um, and then last, I would like to see it um, as we get into um, the section that I've been waiting for the most. Um, I would like to see Beyonce drop a gospel album. I think I've said this before on the podcast. I mean, I would also probably like to see like a Destiny's Child album. But um, and I'm sure that maybe that would include a gospel song or two. But y'all remember Always. how every Always. like... Every Destiny's Child album ended with like a gospel medley or something mm -hmm. that just let y'all know we are connected to Jesus. Um, and then seeing Beyonce pray in the documentary. I know. I loved, I loved that part. It was just beautiful. I love when she prayed. It, yeah. Um, it was just really beautiful. And so um, I would like to see a full-fledged. My my only like uh, like thing that I've seen almost was on the Stellar Awards when they all performed uh, When Jesus Say Yes, uh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. Michelle's song. Beyonce was hitting the lid, uh, doing the bop. She was shouting a little bit. She was just giving vocals. Um, I know that one of the headlines for the This Week is going to be Beyonce is the greatest praise and worship leader of all time. <laughs> but is she yeah. not? Honestly, so let's give her her things. Let's give her our things. Um, this next section of the show is uh, actually we've used it for multiple different things. Um, but what a better way to talk about who run the world um, than to talk about the person who actually, actually runs, runs the, the world. world. Absolutely. Um, and who the person who wrote the lyrics who run the world girls. Um, so that's Beyonce. 
before we even get into the homecoming documentary, um, one, a couple of weeks ago, we were off. We weren't here. Um, but basically, Matthew Knowles let pictures of Beyonce's kids go. Is that who it was? You didn't know that? Yeah. No. Like, basically, he was doing tours on Instagram, I believe, of his office. Or he was doing tours of his office, like, actually in real life. Like, you know, he's a professor, and I think he does some other stuff, like, just talking about uh, music entertainment or whatever. Um, and I don't know if this was, like, a thing that you could pay to attend and, like, see Matthew Knowles' offices or whatever. Um, but wow. just right on the inside of there were, you know, giant pictures of Blue Ivy and her brother Sir. and sister. Wow. And, um, yeah, and so... What a dickhead. That's he's how that ruining, got out. He's been ruining Beyonce's life since <laughs> anything after Destiny shot. I fucking hate him. Honestly, <laughs> there's like a list of people that I really, really hate. Let's start with Mariah Carey is definitely at the very top. <laughs> okay, Knowles I Knowles is close second. Honestly, I'm so Ooh. glad Miss Tina took the ring off because I fucking hate him. Anyways, wow. let's go. Let's continue. Um. Okay, I'm glad you got that out. <laughs> I'm glad you got that out. It seems like I you really do it. hate him. And you know that after all the, making costumes, making fucking all that shit, Tina Knowles owns nothing of Destiny's Child. Fuck that man. Go ahead. Mm. Anyways. Mm. Whew. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Tina Lawson. Beyonce. Yes, Miss Tina Lawson. Miss Tina. I saw how she the the transition. She was Tina the Knowles. The transition Lawson was very for a subtle. Bit, and she was the, just like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you just go ahead and drop the whole thing. You already know my daughter's last name. Y'all know her. That's what make you know. That's what matter most. Um, Beyonce also uh, is bringing Ivy Park to Adidas, which is um, bomb. I w I just want to like break this down for one second. Um, one, I'm sure you saw the video where they talked about her rejecting the Reebok deal. Mm -hmm. She walked in. Well, the people walked in, and mm -hmm. saw. And she said, "Is uh." This who's going to be the team that's handling my project? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. Because don't none of them look like me or the people that's going to be a part of the project. I'm, I'm actually good. So yeah. thanks, but no thanks, Reebok. Um, I respect that big time. Yeah. Um, the other thing is the For reason sure. why... Go ahead. I mean, just look, I, we'll talk about it. It'll all come together. Come on, let's continue. Okay. Um, yeah, just the reason why she left Topshop. Um, oh, when like she... Yeah. 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 You were just like, <laughs> oh, he's right. Um, but what she did was purchase her half or his half, uh, mm -hmm. the guy who was the, uh, I guess, executive at, at Topshop uh, where Ivy Park was previously partnered. And she was like, yeah, I'll just be taking your half. And so now I have the whole thing. And then we'll be seeing where we go with this. The thing is, she probably, so, it was probably something in their contract about like, like any type of like fuck ups. If you if do some, you, weird, you do ass some shit, weird ass shit, like mm -hmm. I get my shit back. Like she probably didn't even right. have to purchase it at that point. Right. You know, you come on now, you know that. Um, yeah. But she acquired it either way. Correct. Um, we'll be seeing her. I I have like uh, I know that her role in The Lion King is probably going to be super limited. I know. I know that we'll but like I'm still gonna go probably see it. barely hear her voice. Um, do you know if she's I, adult Nala or? I think Child she's, Nala. I don't know, honestly, but I think that like the way that they designate like with um, Beyonce Knowles Carter, you know, um, they also say with James Earl Jones, which James Earl, jo uh, uh, James Earl Jones, excuse me, is um, Mufasa. 
and yeah, he dies at the beginning. Um, so there's that. I also think that like Beyonce is like, I maybe not the best voice actress, um, because we know that it's Beyonce. Um, <laughs> but like we're just gonna know that it's Beyonce. But I know they brought her on for the vocals, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Um. Okay. Let's talk about this documentary really quick. Okay. So also, um, you can uh, start. Homecoming came out what Wednesday morning. Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, night, Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday morning, whatever. Um, Homecoming, the documentary about Coachella came out this week. Um, and, of course, it, everyone stopped everything that they were doing and gave Beyonce her world things. Stop. Which, <laughs> world stop. Carry on. Um, I think that most people were just inspired by her drive and her hard work. And, um, but for me... My favorite part was like listening to her talk about like pregnancy and like mm-hmm. um, motherhood and how like she is away from her kids all the time. Like, and one of my favorite lines was when she said like, you know, people see the performance but they don't see the sacrifice. Um, yes. And she was saying like, and that could be for anything, but I know like for moms, it's like you go back to work, fucking six weeks after you have your kid because United States have, doesn't have good uh, maternity leave. Um, and, like, you go back to work to make a fucking life for your kid. And, like, people see it and they let it, they're like, oh, like... But they don't see the sacrifice. They don't see, like, your fucking nipples are hurting and you're dripping milk <laughs> everywhere. And, like, yeah. and Beyonce just went through the... Beyonce is mm-hmm. on stage at Coachella. She basically starved herself. She said she didn't eat anything. Um, Nothing. No sugar, no meat, no, what'd she say? No carbs. No carbs, no dairy, no (laughs) No dairy, yeah. um, No fish. Nothing. So just nothing, really. So just apples and bananas. (laughs) No, I just think (laughs) that's maybe a carb. (laughs) Opals and bananas. That's exactly what I was about to go for it. Please stop. Um, But yeah, like. Uh, same for me, you know, my thing is like level of detail and level of intention. Um, and when she was just saying like, you know, everything was done with intention, like the height of the pyramid, like choosing the dancers, everything. where people stood, like uh, just going was... through the, what, like going through the it notes, was... like when she was going through, like, I want to make sure not only that I have a really banging like performance, you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, like, let's go through and record the stomps. Let's go and through record the Oz. Let's record everything. But not only do I need this really banging performance, but I also need it to tra- need it to translate properly onto video. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and I need to make sure that like, it's, it looks as great as it sounds. My big, so like I talked about the parental aspect of it, but also mm-hmm. what was super inspiring was, her need to create a safe space and we talked about this if you guys were at the bag party we made it like a little speech or whatever and we talked about um how like this podcast and i'm gonna get emotional and i don't know if it's because like i'm ovulating or something but um (laughs) um we talked about like this podcast and like when we throw like the little parties or whatever and like we have like events and shit it's like basically us just like wanting to create a safe space for Mm -hmm. people that look like us and when she was talking about that it was super triggering and like super like uh you know she the that nina simone quote that she used was from i used that in the black beauty brunch drum like two summers ago you know 
Um, and so, yeah, it's just like very much, yeah, same wavelengths, like, uh, right. It was the, like a touch and agree aligning mm-hmm. of, um, the ideas and, and like for someone like her to say, like, I'm just here so that like people who were, my watch is going off. I don't even know how to take this alarm off. People that, um, that look like me and that are like shamed for their sass and shamed for their kinks and mm-hmm. their curls in their hair and, you know, embarrassed mm-hmm. about these things. I'm just here to create a safe space for them. And that shit was like, yes. Oh, that, that was, was like super inspiring. Like, because it was kind of like a, like, a, like just keep doing what y'all doing. Like, you know? Yeah. I'm literally got, I got the chills right now. I'm, not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm so emotional. Um, oh, because it's it's so difficult like I, I just think about you know um being in different spaces or me being in different spaces right now right um not like physically right now but like in this era of my life right now mm-hmm. um even like having lunch at different places or whatever and like having to be aware of like myself and my blackness like everywhere all the time or like you know code yeah yeah and, all the time and having to like tone yourself down y'all know i talk about this all the time about how like i try to remain consistent in every space that i'm in and that mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, sometimes feeling uncomfortable because like people are like, oh, she's fucking obnoxious or she's ghetto or she has 12 inch long hot pink nails in a place of business. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, basically like curating a space for us to to be ourselves. To just, you can just be yourself. Yeah. Right. You already know that like everyone here is in a safe space. You know how we even have to do that thing um, consistently. There's a person that I'm thinking of. This person's initials are M.P. M as in, I will say his first name, but um, used to work with us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. And you, about. you think like uh, all skin folk and kin folk, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you look at a person and you're like, oh, well, he's black and I should be able to like have conversation with him normally. You know what I mean? And then you realize like, damn, not, I'm not even safe with like my own people right. sometimes, you know? And so just to know that like these spaces do exist and that like we are doing the right things in cultivating these spaces like for ourselves and for other people, it just it, like that was it for me, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And not that, like not only that, like. And that's what I was talking let's about. Let's get when to she was, when she was talking about like Adidas. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be anywhere where I don't see people that look like me, or I don't see people mm-hmm. that like have gone through the same things that I've gone through or, you know, understand like my vision. And a a part of you is not going to understand my vision because you haven't been where I've been. You never felt what I felt. And I think that 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 actually came across like in the beginning of the documentary. Oh, yeah. Sorry for spoilers, but I'm not really fucking sorry. If Beyonce put a documentary out on Wednesday and you've had nearly a a week to see it, that's on you. Um, but towards the beginning of like is the it, documentary is it portion, even spoilers. If like it's it's open access to everyone, like it's not like it's in the movies and y'all that niggas gotta go to the movie that's theater. See, it's on that's Netflix. true. Yeah, because y'all had ample opportunity. Y'all Netflix that's does cost, so I don't want to be like um, elitist, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it costs, and now it's like really expensive. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I use my mom. But like when the documentary <laughs> portion starts, when. Um, they were saying, like, there are people who are are, are super unclear on what this is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they had said that to her. And it seemed like uh, it was, like, the people from Coachella who were really unclear on, like, what her concept was and, right. like, things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just interesting because, like, if you were, if this was BET, right, or if this was, 
like the roots picnic you know what i mean um and i mean both of those things i think are have like lots of white people involved as well don't get me wrong um but if this was something that was like a little bit more black based right. um there would be no difficulty no difficulty in understanding like we're trying to you know create a homecoming right niggas would be like, oh yes it's lit that's yeah that's such a great idea mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and so, yeah, that's that's a difficulty. I want to get into some of, like, the the technical things that I really loved. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really, really loved, like, the seamless transition between the two Between weeks. the first weekends? I know! I was thinking when the same the, thing. When At first, the I didn't even fucking... realize it. At first, I didn't even no, realize I, it. I was like, uh, Because Wait, it didn't happen until, like, that big switch. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's this one big switch that happens. I, people have been, like, circulating it on the internet now. Um, but when that big switch happens and you realize like, okay, I'm watching footage from two different weekends. Yep. Absolutely. And then you notice her hair was half up, half down one weekend. And then the other weekend it was completely down. Like that was bomb. I think Parkwood, her production company, or what they did like, um, was use some like black and white footage at different times to like, so that you couldn't really tell which weekend. So that kind of like blended it a little bit. Um, but yeah, just incredible. Go ahead. What were you saying? I feel like it was a lot of, mm-hmm. I mean, it was mostly Coachella, which I'm not mad about watching. I, you know, I watched it like a thousand times. Um, I do wish it was more documentary, but mm-hmm. that's just me wanting more Beyonce. <laughs> like, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, it's so funny. Like I literally have had for the last couple of weeks, I've had the Coachella album, like the homecoming mm-hmm. album, um, you know, fully accessible, been listening to it on a regular. I also had the first week like HD Coachella you know what I'm saying? And so I, the whole time when I was first watching it, I was like, kind of like, not not paying attention, but just like not super deep into it. Cause I'm like, oh, this is mostly what I've seen already. Right. right? But then when I started seeing like some of the transitions and like when I started hearing like Absolutely. the audio being like super clear, I'm like, you know what? I should just shut the fuck up and take what Beyonce has <laughs> right. to give to That's me. Give me, right? Exactly. Exactly. Because it's more than I even could have imagined. Like, I'm sitting here with my little ass mind thinking like, oh, she's just going, you know, take this audio and this, you know, this video that I already didn't see and heard and put it out to no, people. No, I knew that it was going to be a I knew she wasn't going to just give us that. I knew she wasn't going to Like, no, I mean, I knew it was going to be some parts, but like, I, it, I'm sorry. I just want to repent publicly. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I had um, to do it with the Solange. Remember, I had to, I had to oh, yeah. apologize. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last like technical thing that I mean we talked about the album. I love the album. I probably I would probably listen to the album more than I will like watch a documentary over the and over since just I can't. Super long. That's the what? only thing. Like it's like two it's just super long. Hours. And I just really yeah. would like to isolate the parts of Beyonce talking more than I would like yeah, to the, the concert. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the audio because like. Because of the band, because of the things that you're hearing, like, uh, I was saying to Tori, like, the little parts that I get stuck in my head is when they're doing, uh, I think it's on Sorry, and they do, like, the, like, I ain't thinking about you. Like, you know, little things like that are just, like, forever cemented in my mind. Um, And, yeah, I I just love the audio. Like, the audio is incredible. Did you love how, another technical thing, um, in the, like, when they would pan the crowd, they would only show black people? Yeah. <laughs> Do you see that um, they, they had the Joanne the Scammer drone when she was at Fashion Nova? And she was like, yeah, all the Caucasians to the back. <laughs> starting, to look, starting to look better in here already. 
Um, yeah, so it very much reminded me of that. Um, also, Beyonce's like technical like staff. Um, y'all know, shout out to my guy Dave Malave, aka Dave Malave, aka Dave Malave. We Dave. don't know how to say his name. We don't know. <laughs> um, but he is a videographer um, slash like drone operator did you get slash. A, did like, you get any um, merchandise? Um, I still have my old Coachella merchandise oh, from you last do, year. You do, you do, you do, you do. I got um, I definitely wore it to work <laughs> the, the next the, day. The day it dropped, yeah. I'm, I can't wait to get um, mine. Because I'm going to wear mine with some uh, dress slacks to work. Bucky okay. Elias. What did you get? I got the t-shirt, the black and white t-shirt with the African in the, the Africa in the back. Of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Me. I got to look at that one. All right. I kinda, I'm kind of i about to go look back at the it's, store. I but think I it's have all the, new stuff. Yeah, it is all new stuff because I looked at it and I was like, oh, OK, I got to like look at this again. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I have the yellow, the regular B.A.K. B yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mom has um, that And the I have the um, My mom actually like the windbreaker, like the coach's jacket. Like, Did you watch Beyonce yet? I was like, mom, I'm mom, it's 645. <laughs> it just came out three hours ago. Like, what are, what are we talking about? Okay. Um, so all in all, in essence, oh, I'm sorry. There's just one person that I cannot, um, forget to talk about. And that is the bluest Ivy of oh all God. time. Knowing all the choreo. Not only knowing all the choreo, but definitely singing with the runs. I know. She's so cute. I love when Beyonce like, was performing, performing, uh, Mi Gente or Mi... Mia, mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever the Spanish, Mich the one Spanish song she performs. When she was like, Azul, I was like, ah. Yeah, um, I love that. I just out. love, yeah, I love how, like, uh, she's also protecting, like, when she was doing the that, like, um, when she was, like, performing, or she was standing on the ground, like, while they were rehearsing the performances or whatever, she was on, like, one of those, like, kids, like, pack and play type mats, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I just feel like she's, like, very much... Um, her youth and like her childhood is like very much protected, but she's also getting like access to these like really incredible things. And it's um, so it's so I love just seeing Beyonce in like other in her other entities. Like I love seeing her be a yeah. mom. It's like it just I, I don't know. Like I love when like when um, they brought Sir Sir and Rumi up to her and she was like, oh, mm -hmm. my babies. Like I ain't seen my yeah. kids all day from work. And every mom yeah. knows how that feels to be at fucking work all day. Having people irk the shit out of you and go to school and pick up your kid and just be like, oh, you smell so dirty and nasty. But I just <laughs> you all day. Like, even though you dirt tired and you just like worked all day and you want to go home and sleep and but you know your kid's about to irk you that like first couple minutes when you just seen them all day oh that's feeling so shout out to black moms shout out to black mom shout out to beyonce um, for being the shout mother. out to beyonce did you see the the michelle obama uh video yeah come on and michelle obama had to make a whole video to you just to let you know that you are that b-word mm -hmm. then just know that you are that b-word yeah period um no, no, I don't say that word. I say it. Um, all right. <laughs> let's go to um let's do weird white people shit really quick because I just want to knock this joint out. Um, and then we'll do bops and bangers and three things to stand. Okay. Um one, Julian Assange, if niggas don't know him, doesn't really matter. Just like Google uh Julian Assange. I like to give like brief breakdowns of what's happening in like uh white people world and in politics. 
um, so the niggas are fully aware. But basically, um, Julian Assange, people would think of him as like um, a snitch technically within like uh, black people he, world. I mean, um, so the thing do about you think it so? is, no, I think that um, Julian Assange basically is a reporter um, and he he like posts things on WikiLeaks, but he posts the shit that like you would want that they be hiding from us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't think that it's more so of a snitch, but I think I mean he was kind of like a. Doesn't he remind you of Randall from? Um, yes, a snitch yeah, from a snitch. fucking recess. Like, yeah, from recess, Randall from recess. But I think that um, Julian Assange. What for me? What I get from this whole situation is basically Julian Assange is being protected by um, the embassy um, because the United States government was basically try and they still are and they still they nine times out of ten will they're trying to yeah. um like extradite him extra, to prosecute yeah, extradite him. him um for just telling their business which mm-hmm. i don't think is wrong is wrong like we should be able to know these things right so i think that it's kind of um i think that we should just be aware that they are a, a, it's an abuse of power basically because he's not doing anything wrong i don't think i don't think that like as a reporter him reporting facts and news is illegal he that's that's the point of the of the media Especially yeah i think when where people he went in power i mean he's a fucking weirdo of course but like yeah 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 you, that's what i was gonna say like, where he, he went wrong he like <laughs> he's weird and he was like doing things in the embassy like he he has like a really I always think about the cat, the fat cat. Um, okay, yeah. He had a fat cat. He, like, stopped showering and stuff and then, like, started spreading shit on the walls and also skateboarding inside. Uh, and I, that was just, like, a lot of different things. But they had also, like, built uh, an apartment in the embassy for him because if he left the embassy, and I think this was, I don't think of what country it was in. Um, but if he, if he would have left the United States embassy there, then he would have been um, arrested. So. Right. They were letting him live there, and then ultimately, like, he got kicked out. So that just goes to show you, like, if you got a nice place to live, take care of it. Right. Um, secondly, um, Notre Dame. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't really move me. Like, it was interesting, or it was like, damn, like, that whole place is on fire, and that was in a Disney movie. But in terms of, like, um, oh, we need to pledge all this money. And, like, I, somebody yeah, in my job brought up. fucked up. First of like, all, brought number up one, a, if we're going to talk about, like, this is a man-made thing this is a man-made this is this is something that people made that we're holding like let's talk about in uh fucking like malai and like wherever else there's like cyclones in africa right now um Mm. that are and like first of all there's no news coverage on it um but there's cyclones in africa like destroying people's homes there these people and this has been going on for i think months like Mm -hmm. um and they're pledging all this money to shit for people that like for that's a man-made building that's a man-made we Mm -hmm. could build that again it's i mean yes it it has it holds a value for people that i mean value that but like what what value you know what i'm saying like exactly that's the thing that like really was like frustrating to me um i did one of my coworkers said like you know the thing that's like sad to him he was like uh, an art history major um and he's like you know there's a lot of like history that's within the building 
Um, and you know, also that it's people's like, you know, religion or whatever. And so my two answers to that is like one in terms of like history, like niggas history has been uh, scattered all over the earth for a really long time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But yet we got to figure it out. And also we have to like begin to build our history and determine like, all right, well, we don't got nothing from back that far. So we're going to have to start from today, you know? And then in terms of like, like history is history. It's there. It's in textbooks. You can learn from it. But like, what about the future? What about like, right. It already happened. Exactly. It already happened. Like what about these people that are fucking in Flint, Michigan that still don't have clean water? Like, exactly. Let's talk about fucking it's uh, Mozambique, um, Malawi. Um, Mm -hmm. It's three countries. I think it's another country. I think um, like completely ripped apart by cyclones from the beginning Mm -hmm. of March to now. Three million people have been affected by it. And and y'all are like giving billions and billions of dollars to save a fucking church. Like if the thing about God is y'all are so religious. Thing about God is that you can praise God anywhere. Listen, that he the church is inside of you. Let's talk about it. One point five million children affected by cyclones. One point five million kids like we, I think we have to, to do a breakdown of this, like, sometime soon. Um, but just, like, interestingly, they, there's... But, uh, go ahead. What? Go ahead. I was just talking about um, Pete Buttigieg. Um, okay, and then we'll just talk about the Robert Mueller report after um, this. Yeah, um, like, like it's just sad that, like, that's where people hold value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Pete Buttigieg was saying, he's, uh, he's the first, like openly gay but also like white guy um candidate running for president Mm -hmm. and he he was basically like he's a christian also um and he's just like i just think it's interesting that like mike pence you know what i'm saying like this guy who's like he's trying to remove god from me but like that's not how my god functions you know what i'm saying i don't know if we believe in the same god but like you know references it like references uh, scripture or whatever that talks about, you know, God loving everyone rather than like, hey, this person is going to hell, you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like, just where do you place value, um, with this God that you believe in? Um, all right. Last thing I want to talk about is the Robert Mueller report It's actually probably going to continue to unfold over the next couple of weeks. Um, I watched my Rachel Maddow the other day. I don't really watch Rachel Maddow unless like some crazy happens cause she'd be going in real hard. Um, Basically, what y'all should know is that we've been waiting for this report and like the way that the news works now and like this is the only thing that Donald Trump has been successful at, I'll be honest, is having you niggas believe whatever he wants you to believe, right? right? Because like uh, if this were an Obama presidency or if this was Bill Clinton or somebody else, it would be all over the news that like this nigga's fucking toast. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But because he has like created this space where his believers believe whatever he tells them to. And then also there are news sources that like backs that up Um, on the Republican side. What we're seeing a lot of is like, Oh, well this report doesn't say that he did anything wrong and it doesn't say that he should be charged. Right. But also when you like analyze it on, you know, from a legal standpoint, like Robert Mueller knows and is like super, I guess has been super true to the law um, for his entire career. But he knows that like, um, the Department of Justice, and this is fucking crazy, but has a uh, essentially a stance, a legal stance, saying that they don't uh, prosecute a sitting president. So wow. no matter what you do, or no matter what it is that you do, you can kill a person. 
like they would probably go through well what would happen is it would go through the congress and you know person would get impeached and whatever the case may be um and so what he does is lays out 10 different instances uh in which uh donald trump committed like obstruction of justice um he doesn't say that he should be charged for that because once again he knows that you know we don't charge a sitting president but he says that if anyone was going to charge him that it should be congress you know um so he's basically laying out a foundation and a plan for how donald trump should be charged um, what the the kind of fight is right now is to get an unredacted version of the report because basically there's stuff that's like tons of stuff that's just blanked out, you know, um, that we can't see, but maybe some, you know, high ranking senators can see um, people like that. Um, the attorney general who basically works for like Donald Trump directly now, like he literally is just saying whatever Donald Trump tells him to say. Um, he's been like trying to convince everyone, nah, everything's cool not a big deal. Um, there's nothing in here, but just know like the next like 18 months are just going to be a shit show politically. Um, what they're hoping is that like, basically there's, this doesn't have to become a huge thing because by 2020 he'll just be like out of presidency. You know what I mean? And then also we'll like, um, like we'll probably, you know what I mean? Obviously elect someone else and then maybe he can like go to jail afterwards or whatever the case may be. Um, I just personally think like it's all weird. Um, and I think like the way that we, the way that this government plays out and the way that this, it plays out in the world, it just lets me know like all this shit is a fake, fake. and all this shit it's is fucking fake. stupid. It's all fake. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if somebody did a crime straight up, do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but we have these rules and these things set in place that say that it's okay for certain people. Um, and that's why the world continues to be the shitty ass way that it is. Basically. So um, that's weird white people shit. Uh, I guarantee you that it'll continue getting weirder and whiter. <laughs> um, let's go to Bops and Bangers. Bops and Bangers. Do you want to um, go first or you want me to go? Nope. You can because they're all yours. <laughs> <laughs> Except for like little two things. Um, okay. So Bops and Bangers. So let's start with we always talk about um, – a podcast called dissect on here um oh my god dissect is probably the i mean it's the best podcast i ever heard it's the po- best podcast it's I've better ever. than this it stop is. listening to this right now go listen to dissect <laughs> i don't care facts it's literally the best podcast i've ever heard there are two podcasts that i listen to like with like no complaints it's that and another one but um dissect dissect's new season um it was announced this weekend uh, or this past week, um, they said that, well, honestly, if you mean, mean, um, actually hit me up this week and she started wa- listening to dissect. And of course she started mm. with blonde. So if you mm. ha- are you a, f- are a fan of music at all, if you're a fan of Frank ocean, you have to listen to that first. That is just like undisputed. If you're, yeah. Even if you're not a fan of Frank, which is like, I mean, it's weird if you're not, um, you just but have even to if you're not, if you just like music, like, it's just, like, yeah. it's, he goes into such detail and, su- like, oh, he teaches you so much just about music in general, like, yes. um, that I think that you should just listen to that. Start with that one first. Um, Blonde is, was so good to me. Um, it made me fall in love with the album even more, and that's what Mean was saying. She was like, honestly, every song now I'm listening to differently. But they announced yeah. that the new season is going to be Flower Boy uh, by Tyler, Tyler the Creator. The Creator. 
mm-hmm. which I think is going to be so good because I listened to the first episode already. It is really good. Oh, it's because it's on Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things. Well, y'all know that podcasts are free on Spotify, um, but there are some Spotify like exclusive, exclusive podcasts yeah. or like produced by Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Dissect is produced by Spotify now. And so their episodes, like the newest episode comes out each week on Spotify, and then the following week it'll come out on other um, streaming platforms or whatever. Right. Um, but it's certainly worth it. The first two seasons uh, were um, To Pimp a Butterfly, uh, Kendrick. The second season was Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. The third? Um, third was All of Frank. Like yeah. They went through Channel Orange. They went through... like. Uh, Blonde, and then just like in general, just stuff about Frank's career. Um, they did a little mini season on uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. uh, where most of the episodes are just like combined, like two episodes, I mean, two songs per episode. Um, and then now the Tyler season. So this is season, like official season four. Um, I'm really excited. And, I went through and listened to Flower Boy again, which I, I like Flower Boy, but you know, my favorite song on there is it's definitely what? Glitter. Wow, okay. I mean, Fireworks. you're not wrong. Okay, um, I like glitter. But there it's are... It's like my mood lately. Like. There's some really great songs on Flower Boy. I, I feel like um, to see like the progression of me hating Tyler um, right. because he was eating cockroaches and had the devil in him. I personally um, have loved Tyler <laughs> since, the, since so like, eating cockroaches. I loved him, always. Okay, wasn't feeling it. Um, but yeah, that's that. All right, you want to list off some of these other bops and bangers? Yes. Um, Steve Lacey just dropped Inside, which it's really Inside. It's a song about sex, but it's, like, not overly sexual, which we love. Um, Steve Lacey um, is the guitarist for um, the Internet. Um, Internet, yeah. Best band. I don't know why I drew a blank. Steve Lacey is the guitarist for the Internet. Um, He also puts out his own music, as they all do. Um, But that's a really good song. Um, Etta Bond has two mixtapes. Um, he's mine and he's not mine. Um, she's like an R&B. It's like uh, Blue Eyes Soul. Um, I just listened to this. Uh, I sent it to Jam. It's called Art of the, Lon- the Loner by McClenny. Mm. Um, he dropped a whole mixtape as well, I think, last week. But it's really, really good. Um, and lastly, I posted this song the other day because I was listening to it. Um, and everybody was like, oh my God, I forgot this was such a bop. Meet Me Halfway by the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Um, I don't agree, but. Okay. I don't. Um, Unpopular opinion. That's fine. But. Unpopular opinion, because anything with with Fergie's voice on it really just. Okay, let's not do that. And anything by Will I Am really makes me just. Let's not do that to Fergie Fergo, hey? Because. Bops and bangers. She has fucking bops. Her first okay, album she, was yeah, so Okay, yeah, it's good. mostly the Will I Am. It's Will I, I Am. I would rather eat He's chalk. a piece of shit, but like, right. um, my little bops and bangers, a little couple things. One, um, this this actually played at the bag party because I was playing it that morning. Um, but Take Me There by Maya and oh, yeah. who else from the Rugrats drone? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it R. Big bop, maybe. Um, I don't feel like looking for it. Um, second song is actually not really a song. It's really just like a lot of chanting, um, but it's definitely like very powerful. And it's called Power by Moses Sumney. Um, you hear just like chanting like power to the people, community power. Um, and it's just really dope. So uh, take a look and a listen at that. 
Um, last thing for bops and bangers is that if you say to Siri, um, I'm not going to say the H word, but my Siri, um, because <laughs> my, all of my everything will go off. Mm-hmm. Um, but play me something I'd like. Um, it's usually really good. Like you usually get some really good recommendations and like stuff that you already listened to. Um, and it's dope. So if you're ever just looking for something to listen to and you have an iPhone, um, you can ask your girl to play something that you would like. She's gotten so much. Let's take a, uh, take a minute to just appreciate how developed she has gotten. She used to suck at no, first. Now she's pretty I'm good. Not. She's nope. Still sucks. I also have a at this I also have a Google Home and an Alexa. See? Um <laughs> <laughs> but um they both work like thousands of times better. If somebody um, wants to give me a gift, give me an Alexa. Sorry. My birthday's coming up. Uh, did she hear me? Sorry. Yeah, no, it's My birthday's okay. coming up. So if y'all if y'all want um No, I'll you don't t- want that cuz I think they're they're the feds. Um I think the Google somebody ones are a little bit better. Somebody else said Google Home? No, well, they definitely are. Home. I'm cool with it. Um, either or. Give me a Google Home. Okay, big time. Um, Amazon and them be using, like, uh, not necessarily voice data just yet, um, but they have, like, facial recognition data that they're using from, like, the Ring doorbells. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. Ring is a company that they own, and they're basically providing that data to police officers to um, wow. facially recognize Okay, well, don't give me yeah. that. Give me a Google so, Home. So, um, fuck Jeff Bezos. Per usual. Okay. That's also we're fucking <coughs> anti Jeff Bezos podcast. <laughs> anti Jeff Bezos coalition. Um, um yeah. Three things. All right, let's do um three things to stand. I'm just gonna knock mine out really quick so I don't have to talk for the rest of the show. Okay, go ahead. Um one is a dope ass podcast called To Live and Die in LA. Um y'all know I really am into like crime podcasts. Um I it's like listening to an episode of Law and Order SVU. Uh, which I love. I um, this one particularly, it's kind of weird because you would think that, like most of the crime podcasts I listen to, they take a really long time to solve. Um, but this one comes to a decent resolution, like pretty quickly. Um, and it's still going on. They're like explaining some details, but um, really great to live and die in LA. Um, second thing, I haven't actually downloaded this yet, but I think I just stand the concept. Um, it's called Curiosity Stream. Um, I saw a, an advertisement for it, and I downloaded the app, but I haven't like signed up or whatever. Um, but basically, it's a streaming service. It's like an independent streaming service. They say for like free thinkers, quote unquote. Um, and basically, there's a bunch of different documentaries about like space and like how fucking time continuums and weird ass shit like that work. Um, and so, yeah, curiosity stream, it's, I think two ninety nine a month, um, what? $2.99. Um, yeah, it's two ninety nine a month. Or if you pay $20, you get it for the whole year. Um, it's technically under like, um, an educational app, but yeah, they have like uh, conscious capitalism, um, a curious world. Uh, short form shows exploring uh, subjects subjects ranging from gravity to the pyramids to human aging um, reef expeditions like they go into different like historical like uh, groups of people that were once here so yeah I've down like I said downloaded the app I think I'm just gonna do the twenty dollars for the year and like never have to pay for it 
um, again, but you can watch. Uh, it's like on iPhone, um, iPad, also Apple TV. Um, so it's Curiosity Stream. Uh, last thing for me. All right, I'm not gonna like go deeply into this, but I am gonna give you guys a reference code um, so that you can use it, and um, we both get five dollars. Um, so I talked about Maud, M-A-U-D-E, um, a few months ago on this podcast, just their Instagram account, um, and that they make uh, what's called Modern Sex Essentials, um, and they're really dope. So basically, uh, there is a, they sent me a little offer to get um, a kit that they have called the Quickie for free, um, and it's basically a little vial of lube and two condoms. Um, I don't have sex, and even if I did, I wouldn't tell y'all. Um, but, um, receiving it was like, all right, cool. This is like, the packaging is really dope. Um, there has to be some way to like try this out or whatever the case may be. So, um, did an experiment, which is great. Worked well. Um, so much so to like say that the products are really great. What was the um, experiment? Doesn't really matter. Um, but I have a referral code. And I'm actually gonna post it in the Honestly, I'm gonna use it this um, in the comments here. It's five dollars off. Like you can get the the quickie kit, which is like ten dollars. Um, they charge three dollars for shipping. They actually, I don't know if the code is still live, but if it is, I'll post it in uh, there too, where they were given the little quickie kit away for free, um, and you just paid the shipping. Um, but ultimately, they have like this. The lube that they have is like aloe vera based, um, and so it's like real natural and just good um i'm gonna leave that there so uh that's my that's my last thing to stand okay three things to stand for us well for me this week um this one is definitely for both of for us both of us yep the oa is such a fucking good show literally um, the best, best literally show. one of the best netflix it's a re- netflix original content so per usual they're fucking killing it with it um basically about like afterlife and like interdimensions and shit like that so good uh kaylani dropped a video this past week with her in black and the concept was the oa it was super cute but oh was it really yeah yeah it was super all right you know i don't like her i mean i not don't like her but i don't really listen to her music or six blacks so i'll really watch good. it really good um if you have not watched the first of all okay i finished the first season in like i'm gonna say a couple days and the finale mm-hmm. of the first season had me sobbing like mm-hmm. hysterically <laughs> hysterically crying which is not abnormal for me but it was really really good i finished the second season already so we're both done we're waiting for the third now so if you haven't started yeah, well the the second season just came out i think in march so we just watched both seasons because like i just watched <laughs> both of them in about a week as well yeah um but yeah, we watch both seasons. So like, y'all, whenever y'all want to drop the third, or if y'all want to send us an advanced copy, and we can just if y'all um, want to invite a us to a streaming, anything like that, we would definitely be um, willing. Or if y'all want to, um, if any, if there are what are we two of us, if there's three other people who want to get together and do the movements so that we can <laughs> um, get the fuck out of here, honestly, that would also be dope. The movements are like, ugh, I don't know. Uh, who's your favorite character? Um, the OA, but that's me. Okay. Um, can we, we have eight minutes left? So, um, right, go I'm ahead. Speed through it. <laughs> My favorite character is 
My favorite character is definitely Steve. All right. Um, Wait, who's Steve? Steve. Oh, the. Oh, mm-mm. definitely not mine. But go ahead. Okay. Second thing, um, Game of Thrones is back, bitches. I waited two almost two years for this. Honestly, I'm just gonna make us have a little um, a Game of Thrones section on the show because I'm just gonna talk about it every week. So. Okay. I um, love that. For my blurds, my black nerds. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones is back. It's so fucking good. Uh, last season, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about it yet. Um, but my last thing to stand um, is a journal that I got um, from Amazon. Oh, I think I saw this, yeah. Um, it's honestly been helping me a lot. I, I, It's hard for me to journal because I don't know where to start and where to write. Um, and it's basically like an affirmation journal um, by a lot of you guys probably follow Alex L um, on Instagram. And she's a poet. She made mm-hmm. a affirmation journal, um, and it's basically a journal that like helps cultivate and um, nurture your self care. Um, so it's really pretty. It's like really, I, I love it. Honestly, I've been posting it a little bit, and people have been asking me about it. Um, I'll post it again on my Instagram. It's basically like um, like questions and like charts and fill-ins and diagrams um, of basically just affirmations and self-care about yourself and like how you want to grow and shit like that um so this has been helping me a lot on my self-care my self-nurturing journey um oh it's so fucking good what's the name of it today i affirm okay today i affirm by alex l by alex l yep um really really you got off amazon yeah all right i'll put an amazon link in, in here yeah so the link will be in the um link is in the bio um, <laughs> but yeah. you already know <laughs> um so our mantra today comes from that book did you like the first one or the second one um whichever one you want to say because i like them both um so the this this mantra comes from let's the, do the first the journal yeah because i feel that in my spirit that's what i was going to go with um okay. and this one i align with a lot and i felt it when i was reading it in the journal it's I am whole even in the midst of my struggles. So, mm. um, yeah, that's it, y'all. It, welcome back. It's fucking lit. I'm gonna break out in a tongue. Um, oh my God. Yeah, it's it's lit. Um, I'm really happy that we're back to recording. Um, I'm gonna be trying some new stuff. Um, lots of new stuff. Um, like not even just recording wise, but just like uh outreach wise and like getting to know people wise and like all that kind of stuff so um email is black millennial podcast at gmail.com uh social stuff is blkmlnl um talk to us about things you would like to see um i'll get some more details on these contests posted and um love you guys stay black and never die okay bye (laughs)